Hello, and uh, welcome back to the Crispy Green Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Chris, and I'm joined today again by a very special guest, who is... Ish Washington. Ish Washington. Hello, Everyone give it up for Ish. Thank hey. you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen. Ish, before we continue, just go ahead and uh, plug anything you want, like social media. Reach oh, yes. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Ish underscore Washington, and I have a Facebook page uh, called Comedian Ish Washington. Please like that and follow that. Uh, that's about it. Oh, yeah, and I perform uh, weekly at the Comedy Cabana in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Yes, come out and see us there. Uh, I work there, and Ish uh, does spots every now and then, or, um, every week. So, yeah, be sure to be there and see him. Uh, Ish, what age – How first of all, how old are you? 25. You're 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what age did you uh, did you start doing stand-up? I started around 21 okay. I started doing stand-up. When did you, where did you start out at? Uh, I started like, out my first uh, the first time I was on stage was actually at the Comedy Cabana. Okay. Yeah, where it was during the competition that we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. We're we're currently having an open mic thing for all every Tuesday in November. Open micers get to go up there and perform. Ish, won. Right. Yes, I I'll won. I won my third time trying it out. The first time I went up and I did the competition, I just completely bombed. <laughs> yeah, just completely. Well, I mean that's okay. I mean like yeah. well, everyone fucking. Oh yeah, every everybody, most everybody usually bombs like the first time. Yeah. you don't know how to like structure things the first time. Mm-hmm. I just remember like when I first did it, I drove over there, and because I've never been there, I didn't know how to get there. Mm-hmm. So I got lost, and then uh, when I got lost, an old woman looked at me on the side of the road. It was just like you don't know how to drive, <laughs> and you know you're driving bad when like an old woman is yeah. telling you you don't know what you're doing. Exactly. And then when I got there, it was uh, I talked about how I got lost, and the old woman yelled at me on the road, and everybody laughed. <laughs> and then once I got into the stuff that I really wanted to talk about, which is everything I worked hard and wrote out, it just completely fell flat. <laughs> it just completely bombed. So how did you feel when you walked like? after that your first set like if it didn't go so well like were you like oh, I, I felt good because it was like i went on stage and right. i did it that's exactly how like i, I didn't know like i think when you first go on it's like you don't really know like how bad bombing can feel yeah until it's like a complete bomb exactly and then, like after that i started getting a little bit better and then i started getting sad when i would bomb okay yeah because <laughs> yeah, i i mean i've only done stand up a handful of times so far but I haven't necessarily like completely bombed yet. Where it's like, oh my god, I'm bombing. Like in the moment where you realize it, oh, you'll get there. I know I will. I know it's gonna happen. Yeah. Obviously, it's gonna happen at some point. But like, I just I'm I'm fearful of like how I'm gonna react in the situation because oh, I yeah. feel like I would tell two jokes and if I don't get a laugh, I'd be like, fuck you guys, and just like drop the mic and walk off. Like, oh yeah, because I have a bad attitude, you know. That's my thing. Is like I've been at funerals where <laughs> my heart doesn't hurt as much. When I'm that's how it feels, honestly, because I've seen some guys uh, go up there at uh, Cabana, not regulars or anything, but like I've seen people do their first set, and it's just like, just five minutes of pure silence, mm-hmm. and it's like, mm, I don't know how I'm gonna take yeah, that. Yeah, like how I, you would take it. I want to see my. I want to master the bomb. Like I want to be like I want to when I bomb because it's gonna ever it happens to everyone. I, when I bomb, I want it to be hilarious if I can oh, do that. Yeah. I'll just like make fun of myself. But like, I don't know. Oh yeah, that's what everybody kind of like gets into where it's yeah. like, hey, you guys aren't like I've seen some guys that just like power through and mm-hmm. just try to finish. Yeah. Some guys that are like, well, let me just get to my closer because my close the closer is the best joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some guys just try to rush to the closer a little bit, and some guys just like, well, I'm just gonna embrace this and yeah. just like 
have it be like have you guys laugh like how awkward i am yeah Yeah, like how awkward this is i love the approach that some guys take where they just insult the crowd i'm like that's the key to getting them get them on your side just be like well you guys are you guys don't know comedy yeah some guys some crowds love that (laughs) yeah some crowds are like yes yes, please yes talk shit to me i love that i love being degraded (laughs) but um so what if you can you recall what like what is the worst you've ever bombed um yeah the worst i bombed was ever it was over at the Carolina Comedy Club, actually. Okay. And I performed there, and when we got off, there was a guy that was shaking everybody's hand, <laughs> and he shook the he shook the host's hands. It was like, you were really good. Then he shook the feature's hand. It was like, hey, man, you were great. He shook the headliner's hand. It was like, hey, man, you really brought the show up. And then he got to me, and he shook my hand. He was like, and you shouldn't have been on there long. <laughs> and it was, I was on there for five minutes. <laughs> He's like, and you tried. Yes. I admire you trying. I really you, you got up there, man. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. brave. You're yeah. so brave. You really right? held that microphone like <laughs> yeah. a champ. And you said the things. Okay, well so that's the hardest you've ever bombed. How, what can you recall what's the set like where you that's killed the hardest where you were like, Holy shit, like I'm doing I'm murdering right now. It was probably the time I won the cabana competition. Okay. That I felt yeah. that at that at that moment it was like, Oh yeah, I I did good here and right. I know I did because it was at the time like before that I was preparing so much to where I looked like a crazy person because I would go outside and walk and just say like my set mm-hmm. and everything like I had like a notepad and I would just say my set like out loud yeah. and like cars would be going by and just seeing me just like say like yell things out loud <laughs> and every time I didn't hit the punchline right to myself yeah. I'd be like damn it no Gotta do it right. Gotta yeah, do exactly. it right. Like a crazy insane. It, it, like I just came from the lighthouse. Yeah, it really does make you question your sanity when you're like rehearsing your set yourself. Like you're just just talking with nobody there. Yeah. I'll sometimes do like imaginary crowd work where like I'm pretending to be like you like that sir, didn't you? And like yeah. fucking I'm looking at the toilet or something. Like I don't know. It's just weird because uh, I was families in the house. Yeah. Just like oh, I think I think Chris going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. going on? I've gone up there like at the cabana <laughs> when it, before I did my set two or two Tuesdays ago. I've just had rehearsed my whole set into the mic just to get a feel for it and be on stage and like obviously no one's there in the crowd so i was just like talking to nobody <laughs> so i was just like i hope i hope that was funny like, like i don't know but oh, yeah i still get like the like i still have to kind of like jazz myself up sometimes when i like before i go on stage yeah and people will like look at me and be like hey man are you nervous and it's like well, yeah, but you're always you're always gonna be nervous yeah. a little bit where it's, it's like because you want to do good exactly you want so when you're not well. nervous that you don't care exactly that's when you probably started to have some problems like some people yeah there was a time there was like i think i did one set where i just absolutely didn't care yeah it was the worst set yeah it was like a bad it was in my mind it's like it wasn't really a bomb because i didn't feel it but it was like i just didn't care yeah exactly see i remember one time i saw ian um before he went on stage like he he just bitch slapped himself like as hard like as if he was like a ufc i used to do that shit too Used to smack my. Well, you thought I was this black just because? No, I started comedy. I started beating the hell out of myself. He fucking literally mollywopped his face. I was like, holy fuck! I thought he was yeah. gonna knock himself out before he went up there. But yeah, some people, some people gotta do that. And I don't know. Like, I didn't feel because whenever before I went up there, like everyone in front of me was just, just a psychopath. So like, I. It helps a little bit, like once you see, like, Someone like else. now it's at the point where, like, I don't get as nervous whenever I do a guest spot. Right. But whenever I have to like host and I'm the first one up there, mm-hmm. the crowd's cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to bring them up and make the show kind of go like pretty smooth. Let them know what they're in store for and exactly, everything. Yeah. That's when I really feel like the nervousness of it. Yeah. No, for sure. Because you know, kind of 
you kind of dic- uh, dictate where the show is going to go, you know, mm-hmm. get it starting off. But um, what if you, how do you, how does your writing process come about? Like, do you just like write shit down or do you just like record it yourself? Or like, how do you? How do you do um, the way I like, I write things is I'll usually, the way I like think of things that I'll think are funny is like by doing just like little like mundane tasks or whatever Mm -hmm. because like when i'm doing those i'm bored yeah and when i'm bored i want to think of something funny okay so it's like from like sweeping the floor or doing laundry or like just sweeping the porch or whatever it's like i'll start to think of like funny things Mm -hmm. a little bit and then once i think of those i like type them in on my phone and then that's in my and then once it's in my phone i'll go from the phone to the notepad and then start writing things out i hear so me me personally i've always found that like whenever i the funniest things I can think of is when I'm like bouncing ideas off someone. I gotta have a buddy, like a comedy buddy, you know? Yeah. Uh, Cause I can do this, the Seinfeld method, which I do sometimes where I'll just like set a timer for 15 minutes and just write nonstop as mm-hmm. much as I can. And maybe I'll think of something funny. But for me personally, it works best with what I have someone I'm talking to, to like think about funny things. Cause I get feedback, you know, from someone right. or someone can give me something that's hilarious. And it's just the way I've so far. That was the thing where it's like, I remember I uh, I read that in the, like, the comedy Bible where it's like when you first wake up, it's like just take 10 minutes before you do anything and just start writing stuff. That's exactly what yeah. I yeah. And it's like I used to do that and be like write about my dreams and then it would be like, that's some crazy shit. It is good to do that because you can memorize dreams because obviously like when you're awake for 10 minutes, you completely forget like what you were dreaming about. But like if you can immediately get up and like jot it down you're gonna be like whoa i'm insane for dreaming about these things oh yeah like you get up and he's like why did i want wait why did i want to fuck that person it's like <laughs> why well, yeah that was, yeah that's funny um so you've been doing stand-up for you said five years yeah about five years okay so during that time who would you say is like maybe like the most interesting or like your personal favorite comic that you've uh you've gotten to work with or anything um i would say like as far as like most interesting it'd be like guys that have like really like helped me out yeah throughout like my like time like doing stand-up where it was like mentors oh yeah like like chris woolley is a guy that really helped me out eric grady jamie morgan guy over that at the that was at the uh, carolina comedy club he Mm -hmm. really helped me out Uh, suicide jimmy is a guy that's over at cabana (laughs) who's really like He's really he's really good at like helping people out, yeah. letting everybody know like this is what you need to do, and like mm-hmm. everything will go good from there. Yeah, I've talked to Jimmy a few times. I don't I don't think he um, knows who I am. Yeah, it's one of those things where he comes to you. He's like, "Hey, man." Yeah, he's like, "I'm going so excited." He's just like, "Who's this for?" I fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> but no, he's, I love about to be like he'll tell you how it is. Yeah, exactly. That's why you gotta have guys like that around because they keep well. You're honest like you know mm-hmm. the honesty is the best thing you can have from a, a, a comic with experience and plus he's from the fucking comedy store which oh, yeah. i think is insane and i want to like kiss the floor he walks on because that's fucking awesome i've always dreamed about going there oh yeah and getting new sets and shit that'd be amazing so getting to work with guys like that is just a blessing really mm-hmm. um so if who would uh who would your mount rushmore of comics be if you had to have top four, uh, my Mount Rushmore copies would be Patrice O'Neill, definitely, because he's just like a genius. And whenever I hear like the things he talks about, I'm like, oh hell yeah, that makes so much sense. He's to so me. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like my genius guy. Then I would say Cat Williams, yes, just so much energy on stage, very underrated. Yeah, and he like mur- and Whenever he's on stage, I feel like he always murders, just murders. Just yeah, specials. it's just hit after hit after hit. He seems like the kind of guy that like wouldn't that didn't wouldn't have to do stand up for like five years, and then he'd just be like, yeah, I'll do stand up, and he'll just murder. Yeah, just for, come like, back. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, the whole time. And he would come back with a special that would have an odd time. It'd be like twenty four yeah. minutes, but it's twenty four minutes of just crushing. I didn't see his last one he did in twenty twenty, but he did one where he like just completely dressed up like. 
six nine. I didn't look at um and I didn't listen to any of his jokes, but I remember what the intro of one of his specials, like he does a the intro is like a voicemail. He like one of his voicemails where he's like, Hello. He's like, If this is one of my fellow white friends, I regret to tell you that I'm away from the phone right now and I cannot answer it and I apologize. And if it's one of my black friends, what's up, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. That's how it is. You got to talk to some people different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but who are uh, the last two people? Uh, Dave Chappelle, just because I grew up like yeah. watching the Chappelle show. Gotta have it was like my first intro of being like, this is something that's like funny. And I, yeah. would, I would love to do something like that like one day going forward. Right. Yeah, I just remember like being a kid and watching the Chappelle show mm-hmm. like as a kid and just being and my father would like come in to be like what the hell you watch it was like nothing just turn off the tv real quick do you have a everybody uh, knows i'm up like i'm, I'm a fat kid i'm stopping on the floor <laughs> yeah do you have a favorite um skit from the spell show that you can think of it would have to be um the one where the races like switched places so it was like it was the one where it's like the world uh, what was that called racial draft no. yeah the racial draft oh, the, the racial, racial draft. draft yeah that was one of the best ones he's ever yes did. and he was like Oh my god, yeah, there's some great ones. My personal yep. favorite was the when he was a uh, Clayton Bixby. Oh yeah. He was the blind black guy who was racist mm-hmm. and he didn't know he was black. <laughs> so, like, no white nose having breathing <laughs> yeah. all the white man's hair. Yeah, he like pulls up at a stoplight and there's like two white kids just bumping like rap music yeah. and he just puts his head out. He's like, Hey and he calls him the N word. It's so funny to see. I remember I took my <laughs> This is, this is how weird, like, I feel like things shifted one day where it's like, I took my chihuahua to the vet. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny being a big black dude with a chihuahua and yeah, you're, like, yeah. holding him like a baby. Yeah. Like, taking him to the vet. It's like, something's wrong with him. Yeah. And then I think one of the veterinarian ladies, like, she was off, so she left. And when she cranks up her car, just gangster music just blasts. Really? It was as if we switched <laughs> places that day. Yeah, you got the chihuahua. She's yeah, I got the chihuahua. Me. She's got a big truck just blasting gangster mo- music. Of course um who would your final uh, comic be in the mount oh it'd be um i would have to say bill cosby because yeah because you need a rapist yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every, every good team needs a rapist <laughs> it was between bill cosby and vince champs oh and i i feel like i chose the right guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no cosby, was, uh, cosby yeah. i picked Cosby just because it's like him as like a comic yeah just being like clean and being that good pave the way for, yeah for yeah. like to to be a clean comic it really you really do separate yourself from guys no it's what works for people works for people but like yeah, it, was, it was so impressive at that time to see someone who like was just, just squeaky clean murder, yeah. like just murder on stage it was impressive as fuck oh, very few people can do that um obviously what he did behind the scenes was a little fucked up oh, yeah, but, yeah, but he get clean on stage dirty in the sheets we're not we're not mentioning that right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> clean on stage dirty in the sheets um Okay, so we're about 15 minutes in now, so I think that's enough comedy for us to go over. But I'm just going to move on to some random questions with you. So, nice little scenario for you. Would you rather, once a year, you are equipped with a sword and you have to fight an orangutan, a full-sized orangutan, now a big motherfucker, or every day for the rest of your life, when you get into your vehicle, no matter what, there is a pissed-off chicken in there and you have to kill it before you go. So you got (laughs) to... Kill a chicken however many times you get in your car every day. So mm-hmm. say five. You have to kill five chickens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, I, like, I like in this scenario, I feel yeah. like I have five cars. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. like I'm doing really yeah. good for cool. myself. Fuck yeah, dude. But I gotta kill a yeah. chicken. I feel like I would, see I couldn't I couldn't kill the orangutan because it's just too human like. No. You know? They're like they're nice, sweet animals. 
I mean, if, I feel like if you piss one off, those things are insanely strong. Yeah, my, I have to go with chicken on that. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like, and plus you're amping yourself up every morning before you go into your fucking car. Like, you just mm-hmm. wake up, you're like, all right, man. Yeah, you start doing push-ups. Fucking, yep. Listening yep. to Eminem till I collapse. Just getting ready. About to fucking make some McNuggets out of this motherfucker right here. Maybe you can just your wife just be like, baby, you going to the store? It's like, yeah, one second. Yeah, watch out for the chicken. Remember, you, gotta you know he chicken. out there. Yeah, so like I feel like we kind of yeah, you just grab the chicken. The yard's just filled with dead chicken yeah, bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your back seat looks like empty McDonald's bags. Mm-hmm. Like all these chickens is dead. <laughs> You're like cleaning out like once a month, giving somebody a ride. It's like oh, ignore the fucking chickens, man. Yeah, don't don't worry about that. Don't worry <laughs> Sorry. about that, man. The chickens there. Yeah, no. I don't know what it is. Every time I open my door, they're fucking every time spawn. you get out, every time you get out <laughs> and go back in, he's there. There's a new chicken just ready to go. Like, you get out to go somewhere, and it's like, oh, man, I left the keys in the car. He's right <laughs> yeah, there again. Yeah, kill two you got to fight him again. <laughs> Same chicken every time. Yeah. Furious that he's in your car. Yeah. So, like, you just got <laughs> just fucking feathers flying. And snap his full fucking neck like mm-hmm. a soda bottle or something. So, and yeah. I remember I would... my granddad, like, he owned a chicken coop. Oh, so he did? I, Yes, and he's, like, he, like, taught me, like, how to, like, kill chickens and everything. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Yeah. You're, like, made for that scenario. Like, I remember, like, thinking, like, when I was a kid, it was like, I bet I could take one of these chickens could... and, like, start, like, a cockfighting ring <laughs> one day. You know how much money yeah. you can fucking make? Yeah, at 15, just, just like start a cockfighting ring. Yeah, dude, has... All the Mexicans know me. It's like, is that Negro? He's here. <laughs> we're going to Ish's house. We're going <laughs> to go watch chickens just brutally kill Senor, each other. you're a chicken. It killed my family. <laughs> yeah. People got like $500 yeah. on the fucking fight. <laughs> like, fuck. That would be fun. Um, okay, so do you, uh, do you like sports? Uh, yes. You're a good sports guy? Okay, mm-hmm. so if you could be the GOAT in any sport of your choosing, but during your career, you cannot have sex. Would you do it? And if so, what sport would it be? But once you're retired from that sport, you can your free will, like do what you want. I'd say it'd have to be boxing. Boxing, yeah, so, it'd have to be boxing. Get okay. all the way. But what I would do is I would just I would try to rise as fast as I could. Yeah, and then and then like just get the championship. I'm yep, done, yep. and it's back to having sex. That would, exactly, yeah. It's just like a one. You could you could probably make it. Well, maybe not. Maybe it might take two years. To be like champ, you think? Maybe? Yeah, about two years. About two years, be to yeah. just win every fight. Think about how focused you would be goat, if you yeah. went through like all that time, just like not like mm-hmm. having sex and just like not being horny. That's true. Yeah, but doesn't that boost your performance though? I don't know. I, I think it does. Like I, I remember, there was only one time I went like three months without like jerking off or anything. <laughs> And I was like the absolute like focus machine. Yeah. And then I ruined it by getting a blowjob from a woman. Yeah. Like oh. the amount I had saved up for that chick it was not unfair. Okay. Oh. Yeah. No, it was not unfair. Not unfair. No, no, no. She. I felt like I almost drowned her. At yeah, that point. poor woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just all set three months of just. Like, oh my god. Say, oh, oh god. <laughs> Jesus, is it gonna stop? Fucking god Almighty. Jesus, it's everywhere. Yeah. 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 I think I would I would do it, but like, see, I'm a big baseball guy, so yeah. like, if I could be Mike Trout, like, I would 100% do that right now. But he's been in the league for 12 years, and I don't want to mm-hmm. do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I mean, I you know, like, I would go in any sport where like a lot of people are gonna look up to you and think of you as like this fucking just fuck machine. Like, you know, I bet this guy's getting laid left and right, and oh, then you go yeah. home and cry because you can't do anything. <laughs> but at least you're the goat in the sport. That's that's what you got. Going it's weird on. when you see the guys that are like that, but they're like married, and it's like, yeah, dang, I know, that right? Has to... You could be living your life being like yeah. Wilt or fucking Ric Flair or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did your dad used to take you to the batting cages all the time? Oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, my dad, not, like my dad, my dad wanted me to like. He thought I was his meal ticket. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he thought I was going to go to the MLB. Because I, I was a good hitter, honestly. I'm not even going to lie. I wasn't a great fielder. I was slow as fuck. But I was a good hitter for most of my life. And then went toward, whenever I got towards Juco, like, my first year went really well. Second year, I was falling. Yeah. I so, remember my dad used to take me to the batting cages, and that's when he realized, it's like, well, okay, like, he's not going to be good at this now. <laughs> yeah, just like, missing every like, shot. Yeah, yeah. It's funny when your dad, like, you miss one, and your dad's like, okay, here's what you want to do. You want to, like, set this up like this, and then swing again. And then you swing again, and you still miss, and it's yeah, like, yeah. well, he's just fucked up now. My dad, see, that's my dad's thing. Like, he has, like, no temper he has a temper and he's got like no it's zero to 100 so like if i could take one bad swing and call it off and he'll be like come on like we doing come yeah fucking cry go backside with it like just chill like that just yelling at me I'm like, dad. i love your dad's like italian guy accent <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the thing everyone sees him they're like this guy's mob affiliated my dad's like irish yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i remember my dad it happened somewhere it's like i was at like football practice like back in like when i was like real little mm-hmm. and the coach is making us like run laps i'm a fat kid so that's like the worst thing i could do <laughs> yeah. And I was looking over at my mom, who was on the sidelines, and I was like, can you tell her to like, make a stop? And then my dad gets in front of my mom and was just like, no, no. Yeah. And he made me just keep running the Tough whole enough. time. My, the worst experience I have with my dad like, at a sporting event was when I was wrestling in middle school. And I didn't want to wrestle. But my dad was like, you got to fucking wrestle. you got to make friends. you got to do well. Don't, don't, don't be a fan of what's about. I like I went, the idea of that where it's like the dad just being like, you're not going to be the best. Yeah. You're going to make some friends. You're going to make some goddamn friends. Yeah, and you're going to fucking win too. Yeah. But my dad, so I, seventh grade, first first match ever. Or second match, either, either one. First one actually did okay, lost, obviously. Second one, but these are scrimmages, so they don't count. Second one, I went against a kid who looked like a dweeb. He looked like someone I was like, all right. I might not win this against this kid, but I'm going to do just as well as I did the first fight. This kid fucked me up, dude. Like, literally, like, as soon as the whistle went off, it was like a mountain lion pounced on me. Like, it was just like, ah! just immediately I went down, and he put me in that choke where, like, your arm is right next to your head. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, squeezed the fuck out of me where mm-hmm. my neck popped and my arm did, too. So then I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I was like, I'm 13 or something like that. My dad, I like get up because you know how they're supposed to raise their hands at the end of the mm-hmm. match. I couldn't even do that. I couldn't even <laughs> like, so I was just, yeah, I was like, no, 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 I'm crying. My dad's like, fucking toughen up. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. No, come on, Jesus, cry. And I'm like, dad, it hurts. And he's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, my but, one win in wrestling came from when I, I think I beat the retarded guy. I beat the retarded guy. I swear they just kind of got him from like, yeah. like mopping floors or something and then just put like the thing on his head. Beat his and ass. And I wrestled that guy. Yeah, and I, I beat that kid's ass. Good. You should. Yeah. Yeah, show him the fucking No deal. mercy. <laughs> yeah. No regrets. Exactly. So, um, for, if, okay, next question. So, for the rest of your life, if you had to wear either high heels or a crop top, what would you go with? Uh, I'd, go rest- with I'd go with crop top. Yeah. yeah I got great tits. I don't... <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to fucking roll my ankle, dude. Because I've put on heels before. Because I'm a trans. No, I put on. <laughs> I, I put on heels just to, just to like see what it would feel like. Because I want to be a woman. No, but mm-hmm. I and I've rolled my fucking ankle doing that. And that is, I don't know how women do that. They walk oh, around man. fucking six inches taller than. You they ever really seen are. one that doesn't know how to do it? It's the funniest it's, thing. It feels like it's like a newborn giraffe. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to figure it out. It's like a baby duck that yeah. doesn't know how to walk. Yeah, so. yeah, right. If, I think so. Yeah, I think crop top. Oh yeah, feel good. You know how much tip, how many tips I would get just walking in at the bar at the late nights, just getting money, having dudes just put it in my crop top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be rich at that point. That would be, yeah. I'm sure I'd get women too. Women too would be like, you know, I'm gonna give this young man. I just go in, just like have a hop in my step for no reason. Just like boom. You just gotta have the attitude of a bad bitch to pull off a crop top. Mm -hmm. I I think I'm savage, (laughs) nasty, bouncy. 
<laughs> um, so the next question, this one's a little dicey. So you have to have sex with two girls, not the same, not not one after another, because I know it could be you know challenging to okay. stand, stamina. Yeah, yeah, I understand. The day, the next day. If they have sex with two girls, here's the kicker: their age combined has to equal thirty. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so, Jesus <laughs> really, it's right a hard one. <laughs> oh so my God! Either, either way, you're committing a crime. Oof, give give me a minute to think about this. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know. Okay, here here's what I would do. Yeah, I would have the one girl be thirty, but she would be pregnant. <laughs> oh, okay. Girl, yeah, she would be pregnant. With a girl like eight months in, okay, that still that still counts, right? I would think, yeah, that's two that's two bodies. Well, okay. I should say that, but you know, yeah. <laughs> either way, I'm calling that a threesome. You should, yeah, <laughs> okay, man. that counts. Yeah, fuck it, why not? Your fucking penis is like right next to the kid, yeah, yeah. like inside. Like, what is that? What the fuck? Jesus, that's horrible. That uh, yeah. <laughs> you I'm, like that I'm baby shocked. girl? Yeah, it's I'm like sh- no, not you. <laughs> I'm stunned you actually finessed that question so hard because I thought you were gonna be like two fifteen year olds. <laughs> yeah, this is the yeah, this is the podcast that gets me caught. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm setting you up. Yeah. Um, Chris Hansen is in the other room. Right? Yeah, I'd be like Chris. Yeah. Um, so for the this is the final question. We got about five minutes left. Um, so time has now frozen for forty eight hours straight, and you are the only thing that is not affected by it. What are you choosing to do with this forty eight hours? I would, you know, I'm just going to start robbing places. Yeah, I would, yeah. exactly. I would, I'm going to every bank in the nation as, oh. as far as I can. Oh, I'm shit, st- bank. I didn't even think about it. I'm so fat, I was like, I'm going to start taking place from Krispy Kreme. <laughs> taking donuts from Krispy Kreme. <laughs> you know how many donuts you can get for 48 hours? From oh, Krispy? God, yeah. A whole fucking restaurant. And I feel like, you know what I would do is I would have time pause right when it's like all hot and ready. Yeah. To the point where like when I get them in the house, it's all steamed up now. Oh my God. Oh yeah. My family's just going to be looking at me like, Hey, I had time frozen. I got to do whatever I want. It's like, Oh, did you put money in like all our accounts? So we don't have to worry about anything ever. It's like, Oh, well, I I wish I would have thought about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll never have to eat ever again. So that's, that's nice. We have dessert for the next year. I feel like the second thing I would do is I'll probably like punch people in the face. That would like, seem would like is they don't yeah. feel it until time is like restarted, and they're like they were doing whatever, and then they they're just like, walk up like, "Remember oh, me, like, Miss? Oh. Remember me, Miss Amanda, oh, my second grade teacher?" Yeah, like pow, and then just like leave. <laughs> yeah. Just give her a nice little body shot yeah. until she time- <gasps> body slam a kid in your neighborhood that gets rowdy with you. Just like click, like just yeah, like yeah. Movie click, where like you just pick him up, just slam him, give him the Hulk Hogan leg drop. Exactly. <laughs> That was yeah. I I would steal as much money as I could, mm-hmm. and then go to the bank, which would probably get me caught. Like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. he'd be like, "So I'd like to deposit four hundred and fifty million dollars." Yeah, and then the bank would just be like, "What a coinky thing!" <laughs> yeah, we just lost that same amount. That's crazy. I don't know who I don't know who the white guy at the bank that I just played there. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "What a kerfuffle foam." <laughs> you know, I personally have never seen a white man working at a bank. It's always women, and. It's really discriminatory that it's they really think women. like the men can't handle the money at the yeah, bank. Yeah, well, which might be right. Who knows? Did you did the bank you go to have like hot women working there? Ah, mid fifties. Mid fifties. Not that that's not hot. I'm just saying like they're older women. So like if you are into older women, my bank. And I was thinking like I think like who, what's the oldest woman you've had uh, you like been with before? Twenty seven. I've never been with an older woman really. Oh, I've okay. always it's usually been around the same age. That's my thing. I think the oldest woman I've been with she's around like fifty one or fifty two. That's hot. Oh yeah, I met her at a club, and she took me back to her. Yeah, yeah, we met. Yeah, I met him at the club. <laughs> yeah, and she uh, she took me back to her place, and she had a son there who 
had to be at least like 14, like in middle school. And she's yelling at him so that we can go back in her room. Because <laughs> it's just like, you stay in your room, okay? Holy shit. And she be... stayed in, and then like we went in the room and like we fucked. It's like, yeah. I, had, I could have had a whole conversation with that kid. Oh my God. Yeah, just being like, hey man, like I'm, I'm sorry she yelled at you, but you know what I mean? That pussy, like the pussy you came out of, <laughs> that was tight, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was Pierce when you came out of there, but it was awesome. It could be your brother. Like, <laughs> like, this is such, yeah. like, close in age. Anyway, what's your PlayStation account, bro? Yeah. Like, let's let's hook up. Let's play these games again. Play some fucking Fortnite or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Ish, we have about a minute and a half left on the recording. So, as uh, do you have any last minute thoughts you like to share? Or anything? Um. Yeah. If you're in town, you're in South Carolina. You're in time to see a comedy show. Come by the Comedy Cabana. Mm-hmm. Come check that out. And we got the we got another what is it the next round of the open mic competition? Yeah, this up? this Tuesday coming up is the third and the third to the third open mic preliminary round, and yeah. then the week after that is fourth, and then the day after that is the finals. December first is, is the final. Yes, it is. yeah. Come check out the finals, December fourth. Come check out this guy right here, Chris. Hey, hey I'll be He's gonna there. be participating in yes, it. Yes, trying to win. I'm mm-hmm. not, but we're gonna have fun no matter what. Oh yeah. Well, this um, time is winding down, so uh, yeah. Thank you very much for being here. Oh, thank Loved you having so you much. On. We're yeah. going to definitely have you on again at some point. Um, yeah, so again, like Ish said, if you guys are ever in the Myrtle Beach area and need something to do, always come to Comedy Command. I have great shows on there all the time. I have great comedians like Alex, Ish on there, others as well that I'll also be interviewing over the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, thank you all. Thank for, you guys for listening. Yes, thank you again, Ish, for being on. Thank you guys for checking out the podcast, and I will see you motherfuckers next week. Goodbye.